0: Section 7 of the Cooking Manual. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Cooking Manual of Practical Directions for Economical Everyday Cookery by Juliet Corson. Large Roasts. Chapter 6. Large Roasts. Since roast, or rather baked meats, so often play the chief part in American dinners, a few directions will be useful in connection with their cooking. The object in cooking meat is to prepare it for easy mastication and complete digestion, and it should be accomplished with the least possible waste of the valuable juices of the meat. The roasting of meat before the fire is not often possible in ordinary kitchens, but with a well-managed oven the same result can be attained if meat is placed before a slow fire or in a cool oven the little heat that reaches it serves only to draw out its juices and with them its nutritious elements the albumen of its cut surfaces coagulates at the temperatures of a bright clear fire or a hot oven and thus seals up the juices so that only part of them escape and those are collected in the form of rich brown highly flavoured crust upon the surface of well-roasted meat. A good temperature for baking meat is from 320 degrees to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. If the meat is put into a very hot oven for a very few moments to harden the outside, the heat can subsequently be moderated and the cooking finished more slowly so that the meat will be sufficiently well done but not burned. Meat should be roasted about twenty minutes to a pound, to be moderately well done. The fire should be clear and steady in order that an equal heat may reach the joint and keep its interior steam at the proper degree of heat. After the right length of time has elapsed, care being taken meantime that the meat does not burn, it may be tested by pressing it with fingers. If it is rare, it will spring back when the pressure is removed if it is moderately done the resistance to pressure will be very slight and if it is thoroughly cooked it will remain heavy under the fingers never test it by cutting into it with a knife or puncturing it with a fork for in this way you waste the rich juices if you wish to froth the roast meat dredge a little flour over its surface and brown it a few moments before serving it if it is to be glazed brush it with a clear stock concentrated to a paste by rapid boiling or dust a little powdered sugar over it in both cases return it to the oven to set the glaze 90 roast beef with yorkshire pudding have three ribs of prime beef prepared by the butcher for roasting all the bones being taken out of it is desirable to carve a clean slice off the top secure it in place with stout twine Do not use skewers, as the unnecessary holes they make permit the meat juices to escape. Lay it in the dripping pan on a bed of the following vegetables, cut in small pieces. One small onion, half a carrot, half a turnip, three sprigs of parsley, one sprig of thyme, and three bay leaves. Do not put any water in the dripping pan. Its temperature cannot rise to a degree equal in heat to that of the fat outside of the beef, and cannot assist in its cooking, but serves only to lower the temperature of the meat where it touches it, and consequently to soften the surface and extract the juices. Do not season it until the surface is partly carbonized by the heat, as salt applied to the cut fiber draws out their juices. If you use a roasting oven before the fire, the meat should be primarily prepared by tying in place, and it should be put on the spit carefully. Sufficient drippings for basting will flow from it, and it should be seasoned when half done. When entirely done, which should be in fifteen minutes to each pound of meat, the joint should be kept hot until served, but should be served as soon as possible to be good. When gravy is made, half a pint of hot water should be added to the dripping pan after the vegetables have been removed and the gravy should be boiled briskly for a few minutes until it is thick enough and seasoned to suit the palate of the family some persons thicken it with a teaspoonful of flour which should be mixed with two tablespoons of cold water before it is stirred into the gravy 91 yorkshire pudding Put seven ounces of flour into a bowl with one teaspoonful of salt. Mix it smoothly with enough milk, say half a pint, to make a smooth, stiff batter. Then gradually add enough more milk to mount in all to one pint and a half, and three eggs well beaten. Mix it thoroughly with an egg whip. Pour it into a well-buttered baking pan. Bake it in the oven one hour and a half if it is to be served with baked beef or if it is to accompany beef roasted before the fire one hour in the oven and then half an hour under the meat on the spit to catch the gravy which flows from the joint to serve it cut it into pieces two or three inches square before taking it from the pan and send it to the table on a hot dish covered with a napkin with the roast beef ninety two roast loin of veal take out the shine or backbone from a loin of veal weighing about six pounds being careful to leave it on the piece of meat as whole as possible chop up the bones and put them in a dripping pan with two ounces of carrot one ounce of turnip and quarter ounce of parsley stuff the veal with a force meat as made in receipt number ninety three roll it up neatly tie it firmly with a stout cord lay it on the vegetable in the pan and roast it one hour and a half When done, take it from the pan and keep it hot while you prepare the gravy by putting half a pint of hot water in the pan, boiling it up once, and straining it. Or if desirable, thicken it with a teaspoonful of flour, smoothly dissolved in two tablespoonfuls of cold water and stirred with the gravy. 93. Stuffing for Veal Cut two ounces of salt pork in quarter-inch dice and fry it in brown and half an ounce of butter with one ounce of chopped onion while these ingredients are frying soak eight ounces of stale bread in tepid water and then wring it dry in a napkin add it to the onion when it is brown with one tablespoonful of chopped parsley half a saltspoonful of powdered thyme and the same quantity of dried and powdered celery and white pepper and one teaspoon of salt mix all these over the fire until they are scalding hot and cleave from the pan. Then stir in one raw egg and use it with the veal. 94. Roast lamb with mint sauce. Choose a plump, fat four-quarter of lamb, which is quite as finely flavored and less expensive than the hind quarter. Secure it in shape with a stout cord. Lay it in a dripping pan with one sprig of parsley, three sprigs of mint, and one ounce of carrot sliced. Put it into a quick oven and roast it fifteen minutes to each pound. When half done, season it with salt and pepper, and baste it occasionally with the drippings flowing from it. When done, serve it with a gravy boat full of mint sauce. 95. Mint Sauce Cold. Melt four ounces of brown sugar in a sauce boat with half a pint of vinegar. Add three tablespoonfuls of chopped mint and serve cold with roast lamb. 96. Hot Mint Sauce Put one pint of vinegar into a saucepan with four ounces of white sugar and reduce by rapid boiling to half a pint, stirring to prevent burning. Add a gill of cold water and boil for five minutes, then add three tablespoonfuls of chopped mint and serve with lamb. 97. Roast Pork with Applesauce Neatly trim a loin of fresh pork Weighing about six pounds, put it into a dripping pan on three bay leaves, quarter of an ounce of parsley, one ounce of onion, and the same quantity of carrots, sliced and roasted about twenty minutes to each pound. When half done, season it with salt and pepper. When brown, serve it with a border of Parisian potatoes prepared according to receipt number two, and send it to the table with a bowl of applesauce. Ninety-eight. Applesauce. Pair and slice one quart of good tart apples. Put them into a saucepan with half a pint of cold water. Stir them often enough to prevent burning, and simmer them until tender. About 20 minutes will be long enough. Then rub them through a sieve with a wooden spoon. Add a saltspoonful of powdered cloves and four ounces of sugar, or less according to the taste. Serve in a bowl with the roast pork. 99. Roast turkey with cranberry sauce. Choose a fat, tender turkey weighing about six or seven pounds. Pluck it, carefully remove the pin feathers, singe the bird over a flame of an alcohol lamp or a few drops of alcohol poured on a plate and lighted. Wipe it with a damp towel and see that it is properly drawn by slitting the skin at the back of the neck and taking out the crop without tearing the skin of the breast loosen the heart liver and lungs by introducing the forefinger at the neck and then draw them with the entrails from the vent unless you have broken the gall or the entrails in drawing the bird do not wash it for this greatly impairs the flavor and partly destroys the nourishing qualities of the flesh twist the tips of the wings back under the shoulders stuff the bird with forcemeat made according to receipt number one hundred Bend the legs as far up toward the breast as possible, secure the thigh bones in that position by a trussing cord or skewer, then bring the legs down and fasten them close to the vent. Pound the breast bones down, first laying a towel over it. Lay a thin slice of salt pork over the breast to baste it until sufficient drippings run from the bird. Baste it frequently, browning it on all sides by turning it about in the pan. Use a clean towel to turn it with but do not run a fork into it or you will waste its juices. When it is half done, season it with two teaspoonfuls of salt and one saltspoonful of powdered herbs made according to directions in chapter first. When it has cooked about twenty minutes to each pound, dish it and keep it hot while you make gravy by adding half a pint of water to the drippings of the pan first taking off a little of the superfluous fat, and thickening it, if desired, with a teaspoonful of flour mixed with two tablespoonfuls of cold water, serve the turkey hot with a gravy boat full of gravy and a dish of cranberry sauce made according to receipt number 101. The same directions for drawing, trussing, and roasting will apply to other poultry and game. 100. Force Meat for Roast Poultry Steep 8 ounces of stale bread in tepid water for 5 minutes and wring it dry in a clean towel. Meantime, chop fine 4 ounces each, fresh veal and pork. Or use instead 8 ounces of good sausage meat. Grate 8 ounces of good, rather dry cheese. Fry 1 ounce onion in 1 ounce of butter to a light yellow color. Add the bread, meat, and cheese. Season with a saltspoonful of powdered herbs made according to directions in Chapter First. a teaspoonful of salt, a saltspoonful of pepper, and two whole eggs. Mix well and use. 101 Cranberry Sauce Carefully pick and wash one quart of cranberries. Put them over the fire in a saucepan with half a pint of cold water. Bring them to a boil and boil them gently for fifteen minutes, stirring them occasionally to prevent burning. Then add four ounces of white sugar and boil them slowly until they are soft enough to pass through a sieve with a wooden spoon. The sauce is then ready to serve. 102. Roast Chicken with Duches Potatoes. Prepare and roast a pair of chickens as directed in receipt number 99 or for the stuffing named in that receipt. Substitute number 93. Meantime, boil one quart of potatoes for mashing and make 12 heart-shaped croutons or pieces of bread fried in hot fat. Lay the Duches potatoes around the chickens when it is dished and the croutons in an outer circle with the points outward. 103. Duches potatoes. Mash one quart of hot boiled potatoes through a fine colander with potato masher. Mix them with one ounce of butter, one level teaspoonful of salt, half a saltspoonful of white pepper, quarter of a saltspoonful of grated nutmeg, and the yolks of two raw eggs. Pour the potato out on a plate and then form it with a knife into small cakes two inches long and one inch wide. Lay them on a buttered tin brush them over the top with an egg, beaten up with a teaspoonful of cold water, and then color them golden brown in a moderate oven. 104. Roast duck with watercresses. Prepare and roast a pair of ducks as directed in receipt number 99, and serve them with a border of few watercresses and a salad bowl containing the rest of a quart, prepared as in receipt number 105. 105. Romaine sauce for watercresses. Grate half an ounce of onion and use two tablespoonfuls of vinegar to wash it off the grater. To these add a saltspoonful of sugar, a tablespoonful of lemon juice, three tablespoonfuls of olive oil, six capers chopped fine, as much cayenne as can be taken up on the point of a very small penknife blade, a level saltspoonful of salt, and a quarter of a saltspoonful of pepper. Mix well and use for dressing, watercresses, or any other green salad. A few cold boiled potatoes, sliced and mixed with this dressing, and head of lettuce makes a very nice potato salad. 106. Roast goose with onion sauce. Prepare a goose as directed in receipt number 99. Stuff it with onion stuffing made according to receipt number 107 serve it with a gravy boat full of onion sauce made according to receipt number 108. 107 sage and onion stuffing Pare six ounces of onion and bring them to a boil in three different waters soak eight ounces of stale bread in tepid water and wring it dry in a towel scald ten sage leaves when the onions are tender which will be in about half an hour chop them with the sage leaves Add them to the bread with one ounce of butter and the yolks of two raw eggs, one level teaspoonful of salt, and half a saltspoonful of pepper. Mix and use. one hundred eight Onion Sauce.--Prepare six ounces of onions as in receipt number one hundred seven. Chop them fine, pass them through a sieve with a wooden spoon, and put them into a half pint of boiling milk with one ounce of butter one saltspoonful of salt, and one quarter of a saltspoonful of pepper. 109. Roast wild duck. Prepare a pair of ducks as directed in receipt number 99. Do not stuff them. But tie over the breast slices of pork or bacon. Roast 15 minutes to the pound. Serve with gravy in a boat and quarters of lemon in the same dish. 110. Roast partridge. Prepare a pair of partridges, as in receipt number 99, but do not stuff them. Tie over the breast slices of pork or bacon, and roast about 25 minutes. Serve with bread sauce. 111. Bread Sauce Peel and slice an onion, weighing a full ounce. Simmer it half an hour in one pint of milk, strain it, and to the milk add two ounces of stale bread, broken in small pieces. One ounce of butter, one saltspoonful of salt, and a quarter of a saltspoonful of nutmeg and pepper mixed. Strain, passing through a sieve with a spoon, and serve hot. End of section seven.